Five, four, three. Uh, Peter, are you good? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Fantastic. Um, you're still there? Yes. Okay, sorry, I changed, <laughs> I changed screen because of the, um, because of the, uh, I pulled up the spreadsheet and I didn't want to just screw it with it. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, give me two seconds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 Report, the podcast that knows if you host your LAN party in space, no one will hear you scream at your friends. My name is Drew. I'll be your host for the evening. Along with me, as always, is my brother Peter. Here, kind of. He is kind of here. We're actually uh, (laughs) Skyping him in because he almost had to call in sick again. Um, And uh, returning, and we've actually wanted her on the show for quite some time. Bryn, welcome back. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm excited to have you back. I don't. I I assume Peter is. He's bouncing with he's (laughs) bouncing with excitement. He's bouncing with excitement from his house. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Well, how about this? Let's talk. uh, We haven't caught up with Bryn in a while, so you want to tell us what you've been watching, or does it all fall in our list category later, and we have to save it? No, I can, well, that will also be part of my list, but I'll save that for later and I'll okay, talk fantastic. about the things that don't follow We just haven't list. talked to you in a while, so. So, I have recently started watching on Apple, the new Apple TV. Mm-hmm. It has the show uh, with Jason Momoa called C. Yeah. And it's. It's S-E-E, right? Yeah, like visual, like C. I can <laughs> okay. see you. C. And it is very interesting. Yeah. And I. It's like kind of we, like you, kind we of, had a we had a couple texts back and forth yeah. and I didn't I, really know how to take it. Well, so. I'm I'm kind of surprised that you haven't like because it seemed like you didn't even hear about it when I no I, I knew about, about it. it I just and so much stuff so fast yeah is basically it, what happened it kind of seems like it would be something that you would be interested in it kind of has like Game of Thrones like feels along with like some. I don't know, maybe Lord of the Rings, some and some is, other uh, stuff. Is C post-apocalyptic? For some reason, I thought. Y- y- yes. Like I've seen ads for it. Yeah, I so think it's like it was post-apocalyptic. Yeah, it's basically like in the future, like mankind. There is like like some type of disaster where mankind, they're survivors, but they lost their ability to see. And so everyone basically oh. is is blinded. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so it's it's like a birch box. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, they literally can't see. No, literally, we both paused, like, wait a minute, I forgot about that movie. (laughs) But it just is is a little strange, and there are some parts that I feel like aren't really crucial to the plot that could just be left out. And then also part of me is, like, trying to, like, get over the fact that some of the things that they do in there, they're not going to be realistic, but you just have to kind of forget about that and just go with it. But... I'm four episodes in now, and I'm starting to really like it now, I think. So, that's what I've been oh, doing. <laughs> so, so the text you gave me were like, I don't know about this, is a little bit more of a, I'm down now, I'm so like... So, the first two episodes, I was like, what am I watching? This is super weird. I don't know if I want to continue watching it, but I still did, because I have a three-episode rule, and... Did you adopt that for me? Because that's my rule. I don't know if I adopted it for me. Oh, okay. But... Also, it was another podcast that I listened to. They also have, like, a three. I think I just inherited it from everyone. Okay, that's my rule, so. And now it's, like, kind of starting to turn around. Like, I'm a little bit anxious to watch the next episode. So I 
I don't. I would hesitate to recommend it to someone because I don't want them to be like, "What are you watching?" But also, I think they kind of should try it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, <laughs> is that? I'm just. Uh, I'm just impressed somebody actually got the Apple streaming service. I don't. You're the only one I know who has actually done it, <laughs> taking that taking that plunge. So. I, I agree. So yeah. I got yeah. I got a new phone and it came free. So if you buy an oh, nice. Apple product, it you get like a year of it for oh, free. And so I'm not paying for and it. That's how they sell it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> do you think it's worth phone. it like the streaming service overall i don't i don't think so because i think with all the other <laughs> sorry, sorry apple but i just think with all the other there are a lot of things that are on other streaming services that they're trying to also promote so if you already have something else there's no reason to have keep it yeah okay i was wondering about exclusivity but we are in the middle of the streaming wars so let's yeah. see what happens uh, Peter, what do you? Did you have anything else, or is all your stuff fall into the That's list like category? That's like the big thing that I I watched. Okay. Um, one other TV series that I just put on from Netflix. It's with Gatton from. That's the actor's name, but the guy from that plays Dustin from. Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he has this prank show on Netflix now called Prank Encounters. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually quite entertaining. Oh, nice. <laughs> so if you need some, if you have some extra time and you want to just watch something like brainless, you should watch that. <laughs> and I like him, so I'm kind of down for that. Um, Peter, what about you? Um, so I did watch this uh, little series called The Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably the <laughs> biggest thing I've watched. I know you've already kind of given your... Uh, review of it which i look forward to hearing <laughs> my but, review uh, is yes. my review is short because i knew we we're going to be talking you and i are going to end up being like every episode is going to release and we're like dude we got to talk about the mandalorian and oh, i don't want to like i don't want to make this the mandalorian cast as much as i would love to do that <laughs> um but yeah go ahead give me your brief uh overview oh so my brief review is uh the first episode awesome like i thought it was really good uh the second episode i thought it was just as good, but kind of a little, like, I knew where, where the episode was heading the whole time. And then the third episode, I really, really liked. I thought it was better than the previous two. Well, the um, first... I'm actually, like, really psyched for the series now, so... The second episode, I was very... This is the creators of the show playing with their action figures. And, yes, you could kind of see where it was going, but, dude having him scale the sand crawler and stuff, I'm like, that's what we did with our toys. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and, you know. that, and that was cool, but that's where I was like, well, I already know that he's going to get his stuff for his ship back, and I know he's going to leave the plane. I don't know. I, I just felt like it was a little too predictable, but there were some really cool parts. And uh, I actually, my favorite part, I think, was seeing inside of the sand crawler, like what that actually looks like and stuff sure. like that. Like well, I think... The and you weren't here last week to hear me talk about it, but I think uh, that the first two episodes of The Mandalorian were meant to be one episode, but because we got two in the first week, they split it in half. Yeah, um, I could definitely Just see because that. of how the story flowed between those two episodes. But that third episode, um, yeah, I'm totally down with exactly what you're saying, and I can't wait for more. Oh, um, yeah. And now I want... Uh, now I want black series of every Mandalorian on the show. <laughs> I think they so, are doing a lot of them. Like I, yeah, a lot of them. I know, I know, and it's going to hurt my wallet. <laughs> I uh, In the third episode, I really liked the sneaky bits, too. Like when he had to sneak into the uh, enemy's base sort of thing. and Like that was all like really awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and you... then, yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I, I could 
say a lot more. I don't know if you want to talk about Mandalorian anymore at all. Or... We're going to be touching on Mandalorian, I think, probably a bunch as we go down the road. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, and I'm going to see you this weekend anyway so we can chat more offline. Um, <laughs> right on. So um, let's move this along so, one, our listeners don't shoot us for talking Mandalorian too much and Brynn's not left in the dust because she has not watched it yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. the, uh, the only other thing I've been watching, like there's been a couple of random things, but... Uh, the biggest thing is I've been watching massive amounts of uh, the Great British Baking Show or whatever that's called on Netflix. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they just released a new season and like it's kind of crazy because I'm not a big like baker or cook like at all like and I usually don't like that stuff but I really love this show and I don't know what and it's kind of crazy like I I'm like it's surprising to me that I like this show but it's just really good like the hosts are really hilarious and they're really good and. I don't know, it's just, like, really cool to see what they all create and stuff like that. So, it's kind of like a weird seal of approval of, like, this is a baking show <laughs> sure. that Peter likes. But, I mean, if I like it, I think anybody would love it sort of thing. So <laughs> Yeah, that's not one that I normally hear you talk about. Um... <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, it's one of those things that, like, my wife started watching, and then I kind of was, like, had it you know i was sitting there while it was in the background but then i ended up getting sucked in and like way more immersed in the show than i think she was by the time this last season ended so yeah it's it's really good it's a good show to have on in the background while you do other stuff you know if you want to fold laundry too or something like that it's like a really good for that show for that sort of thing right on well i um i watched the good boys um do you guys know what movie that is Oh, is this uh, Seth this? Rogen? Yeah, this is Seth Rogen. Well, Seth Rogen's not in the movie, um, but it's one of his produced films. It's basically super bad with junior high kids. So, and they get invited to a kissing party. <laughs> so, like, spin the bottle, like those, you know, maybe it's seven minutes in heaven. You don't really know, and but none of them know how to kiss because they've never kissed a girl before. So, it's incredibly raunchy. It is incredibly filthy in terms of language and subject matter and adult content. And what's really funny about the movie is the junior high level of understanding terminology when it comes to sex. <laughs> um, and hearing them talk about something like, do you know what that is? And then the kid would give an explanation. And as an adult, you're in tears because of how absurd it is. But you know that's, but you know that's how the child thinks. Um, and I, up until maybe the last... 15 minutes is when the movie actually gets kind of serious because they're trying to get the message across. You're laughing from beginning to end of the movie. <laughs> so That's awesome. But, you know, it's, it's a really, really funny movie. It's definitely one to turn your brain off a little bit and just enjoy, but this <laughs> it's it's great. And you get to watch these little kids, like, yell these obscenities at each other. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Makes I, you feel really, really good about that. yourself, actually. <laughs> I really liked uh, Superbad quite a bit. Um, and, like, one of my favorite parts, like, aspects of that movie is like how realistic i felt like it was as far as like how high school boys actually converse amongst themselves and like that was when i, I remember seeing the preview for this movie and i thought like it did such a good job of like capturing that aspect of like being in middle school and like i mean still talking about dirty things and having dirty jokes but not understanding everything and it looked like it really hit the nail on the head in that respect and also looked really funny so i definitely want to check this one out right on yeah. well uh good uh find it check it out let me know what you think because <laughs> it's sure. it's definitely worth talking about um well, do you guys want to clear off the news desk a little bit 
Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Bryn's been, been quiet, just waiting. Um, so we've been talking. I don't want to like. I don't want to go through every casting announcement for the Batman film, um, but this one hit me, and it's only. I'm only bringing this up because. They've talked about the long Halloween being the source material that's rumored source material, so we don't actually know if that's the thing. Um, but uh, John Turito um, has been cast as Carmen Falcone, um, which you recognize the character from uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, um, and they they said Falcone. I don't know if it's Falcone or Falcone. I've always pronounced it Falcone until I saw that movie. Um, but I'm totally behind this casting. Um, for the character, um, and I just think it's huge. But the fact that we have Penguin, Riddler, Catwoman, Carmine Falcone, the villains are starting to shape up to what the Long Halloween is. We're still waiting to hear, is Matthew McConaughey actually playing Two-Face? Um, so as we're, we, we're, all, we're all waiting so anxiously for that one. Well, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I mean, if they announce Two-Face, it's going to be epic. It's just like... Matthew McConaughey just still seems so random. <laughs> and I and I agree. I just I'm waiting to hear about um I'm waiting to hear if it's like I just want them to say yes we're doing the long Halloween. Honestly, that's what I want to hear. I I would rather not be surprised in the theater knowing cuz they have to adapt page to screen. Um and sometimes when you do that, you might have to take some from a couple other places and I would rather know going forward what we're getting into because I mean, maybe as a fan, I might be nitpicky, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I hear okay. you. It, it would it'd be nice to have that confirmation for sure. Um, but it does sound like it's something where we're going to kind of see it unfold as they keep making announcements, you know. And for those of, like who have read The Long Halloween, it'll probably be one of those things where they know exactly what they're going into the theater for, and then a lot of people won't sort of thing. Um, as far as the actor who's uh, they've announced... This new actor, I have no idea who he is or if I would know him from anything. Uh, you would honest. know him. You would know him as the Sector Seven agent from uh, Transformers, and <laughs> okay. and and you would know him as one of the bowlers uh, from Big Lebowski. <laughs> okay. Um, so if that helps you, I just those are it's two. Prob- it's probably one of those guys that if you see him, you know exactly who he is like right away. Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, nice. Okay, so since we're on the issue of the movies, uh, DC has some... uh, This is interesting. Do you remember back in the day when Henry Cavill said he was potentially done playing Superman, or we don't know if he's done playing Superman kind of nonsense? Yeah. Okay, Bryn, did you you heard about that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know if Henry Cavill actually said anything, or if he just held a uh, action figure up in an Instagram video or something like that. Well, but yes, I remember this scandal for sure. A week ago, Henry Cavill said that he is officially not done playing Superman. He is not done with the cape. It's his, and he still has more to say as with that character. Cool. Um, what I find interesting is he made that statement, and then we found out that Michael B. Jordan was in talks to potentially take over the role of Superman. Okay. <laughs> now, if, if I have Bryn making a face, Peter's laughing. Um, my thing well, with, I, I just laugh because everybody <laughs> wants Michael B. Jordan to play every character. And that, and that, is, my, and that is actually my problem with that news. Now, <laughs> if you know anything about the DC multiverse, there is another Earth where Superman is 
black. So if Michael B. Jordan wants to play that version of Superman, I have no problem with that. If they want to do that version of Superman, I have no problem with that. My problem with this news story is that every time there's a major role open (laughs) for a black guy, they put Michael B. Jordan's name there. And I like him as an actor, but there's other African-American actors out there. (laughs) You know, that's that's my only problem. It's like, oh, here we go. Michael B. Jordan again. I don't want Michael B. Jordan's acting performance to turn into Johnny Depp for me now. Because Johnny Depp now, after Pirates, I feel like his everything is Johnny Depp. It's like I'm starting to not see the characters he's playing and just see Johnny Depp. And I don't want that to happen with every actor. Um, that happened with Julia Roberts. That happened with, uh, to me, that's happened with Meryl Streep. Like, I don't see the characters they play. I just see the actors that they are. If that makes yeah. any sense. And I'm not... I like Johnny Depp, but after Pirates, it's like everything he does, it's, up. Oh, there's Johnny Depp again, and Johnny Depp again, and Johnny Depp again. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't know. Friends yeah, making a face, so I'm curious what she thinks. It makes like, sense. Oh, okay. I just am, like, a huge Johnny Depp fan. No, so I, I know like you are, and I wasn't Depp. trying to... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to offend the Johnny Depp fans, because I like Johnny Depp, too. I just... Once I just don't want him in any more I think movies. it was I think it was like after Pirates Three I was like and here's Johnny Depp in this movie and here's Johnny Depp in this yeah, movie and it's just good right but I wasn't seeing the characters he was playing and that became well, like an we issue. We need to get more into the movies then. Maybe oh. maybe that's what it is but maybe I'm just like oh, he's doing the same performance again. Do you know what I mean? Like it's almost like I started seeing it too repetitive. I don't know. You I, say uh, I will say one random tidbit about Johnny Depp is uh, do you remember his role in the movie Tusk? Have you seen Tusk, Drew? Oh, yes, I have. Okay, and so his, he's uh, like a French-Canadian like, private point. investigator. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, so, I, so at my work, we watch like movies all the time and TV shows. Yeah, and I know. I don't know how you do that. Every once in a while. <laughs> what's it? I, I still don't know how you do that, but that's fine. <laughs> so every once in a while, the uh, TV remote makes it w- its way over to my desk. And I usually try to just put the weirdest shit on TV I can find just to see, like, people's reactions to it. So one day that was the movie Tusk, which, if any of the listeners don't know, that's the movie about the uh, guy who kidnaps someone and turns, surgically, turns, him, surgically into turns him into a walrus. <laughs> but uh, one thing I will say about that movie is Johnny Depp's, like, scene, or, you know, once Johnny Depp comes into the movie... Nobody in my office seemed to recognize him. Like, nobody was like, oh, that's Johnny Depp. That's weird. And I don't know if it's the accent, or I think he had, like, a prosthetic nose in that movie it's, or whatever. It's a little bit I of both. Like a, it's a little bit of both accent and the prosthetics on his face because he reprised yeah. the character in Yoga Hosers as well. Um, yeah. I don't know if you watched Yoga Hosers Which, yet. but Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of Yoga Hosers. That's, uh, I like Tusk a lot, but, yeah, Yoga Hosers, mm-hmm. I don't know, got a little too ridiculous for me, I think. Uh, Yoga Hosers did get a little ridiculous, but he reprised the role, and I know I know he was in. I know he took on that role for Yoga Hosers because his daughter was in the movie. So, yeah. Um, but my point was just like he has that sort of in those movies at least he's a little bit less recognizable. Um, but yeah, I know we were talking about Brent, Michael B. Jordan before. Peter, <laughs> I, think we had relevant I know I want to get back. I want to get back on the DC tangent real quick. But yeah. Brent, I know we're on this like bizarre like rant thing. But Brynn is looking up images from Tusk, and she's like the faces she's making are really funny. <laughs> it reminds me of like a more like the human centipede almost, but just yeah. turned into a walrus. <laughs> right. Look at this hate flipper. <laughs> right. Oh. There's, yeah. another, there's another guy I worked with while while we were watching. The prosthetics the on the walrus costume are amazing. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, 
Um, while we were watching this movie, there was a guy who walked in who said he always thought Tusk looked too weird for him to watch. But then he told us about the plots of, like, all three human centipede movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought that was just kind of pretty ironic, too. But. That's funny. Um, all right. Well, let's get back to this DC thing real quick. So Michael B. Jordan was apparently in talks to play Superman. Um, but as far as DC is concerned, uh, that project with Michael B. Jordan's not moving further there's no progress on it, but they don't want to do any new take on Superman until 2023. They don't even want to start production on it. So I thought that was interesting because Henry Cavill just is like, I'm not done yet. So maybe there's something coming. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going to be happy. Like, I would, I mean, I would love if they had a Superman movie like every year, but I feel like having that bit of a wait will be kind of smarter on their part because it'll have everybody more excited about another Superman movie and maybe like people won't still be upset about, you know, it not being the sort of DCEU Snyder cut, you know, style Superman that a lot of people want right now. So maybe they just need to have that weight, you know? Right. Um, well, apparently we'll talk about the Snyder cut real briefly because I touched on it last week because of that. You were aware of the Twitter push last weekend, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Holy cow, that Affleck and Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa and Ray Fisher and Zack Snyder all said it needs to be released. Zack Snyder says there's a Snyder Cut that exists. And Danny Elfman, who composed the music for Snyder for Joss Whedon's cut of the film, says that there is no Snyder Cut. So I, <laughs> so I don't know if I, I don't really want to believe Danny Elfman because the director himself is telling me that there is a uh, <laughs> a cut of the film. Yeah, well, it's also Danny Elfman's mu- music is on the Joss Whedon version. So. I know, and it wouldn't be Danny Elfman's version on the Snyder cut; it'd be Hans Zimmer's. So I don't. Yeah, yeah exactly, and that's that's another issue. Um, so anyway, um, we'll see what happens with that. Um, uh, However, DC, because of the Joker's success, and I was concerned that this was going to happen, but I'm kind of, like, now excited to see this move forward. So it looks like the Suicide Squad is going to get an R rating, or at least that's what they're shooting for, as well as, after the reshoots, the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie getting an R rating as well. Was that original Very Suicide interesting. Squad? PG-13. Yeah. The original Suicide Squad was PG-13. Have any of the other DC movies been rated R? Uh, just the just, um, just Joker, Joker and the director's cut of Batman vs Superman. Okay. Yep. So. Um, so. And honestly, the director's cut of Batman vs Superman, I don't really, I really honestly don't know why it was rated R. After watching it, there's a little bit of extra brutality in the prison, and that's really about it. Like, and this is the one F-bomb, but you can get an F-bomb in a PG-13 movie one time and still consider it PG-13, so. <laughs> yeah, I never that's thought the rule. that. I guess it's just not, it doesn't seem that bad that it would get an R rating. I almost wonder if it was, like, Warner Brothers, like, thought it would be better marketing. And they're like, <laughs> come on, rating guys, well, give this an R rating. I don't, necessarily, you know, I don't necessarily have a problem if they want to shoot for R ratings and just make DC always like that. I really don't. <laughs> Um, just because it's darker material anyway. Um, but it makes me wonder if we're going to be getting the first R-rated Batman film. And that's what this we're shaping up to be. Um, and we already have an R-rated Batman film. The ultimate edition of BV- BVS, I'm, you just said. Okay, fair enough. Yes, we do. But a, a solo Batman film, I guess, is the best right. way of wording it. Um, do you remember when I brought up the Green Lantern television series that Greg Berlanti is working on? 
Yeah. Okay, so he's working on that for uh, the um, HBO Max streaming service. Well, I, I said that I was pretty – I was under the impression that because they were doing the Green Lantern television series, there will be no Green Lantern movie coming. But apparently Jeff Johns has just turned in the script for it. Awesome. So that's apparently still happening. Yeah. So. Awesome. I mean, every time – DC's so weird because, like, we've talked about, like, not really understanding where they're going with their movie universe – but then every time you hear an announcement, it just keeps getting more and more exciting. It's like, right. heck yes, you know, new Green Lantern film. Like, I still don't know if this, you know, if, if this is all going to converge into a single plot or anything like that. But I'm still excited for everything they keep announcing. So Right. Well, the other piece of DC news, and then we'll move on to uh, Disney slash Star Wars, um, is Stargirl was a show that they were working on for the DC Universe app. Yeah. Remember that? Okay, so apparently it's being moved to the CW. Yes. I uh, Bryn's pointing at a picture of Stargirl to get um, visual reference. But yes, apparently it's being moved to the CW. I don't know why. Um, I don't know what that's about. I just saw it and was like, oh, that's interesting, so we'll just quickly mention it. There you go. Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like it's probably like some DC or Warner Brothers exec saw the Stargirl pilot or something and was like, well, this would work better on CW. Like, it's probably just the demographic the maybe. show is best suited for, maybe is the CW demographic, you know? Yeah, maybe. And it sounds right. Um, I, just figured they'd want, I just figured they would want to focus on putting stuff on the app to make people go to the app. Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, Titans kind of sells itself, but if that's all you got over there, do you know what I mean for exclusives? So Yeah. Um, at any rate, uh, so Star Wars and Disney, a couple things. First off, um, we'll talk about Star Wars real quick and then we'll hit Disney Plus because that'll roll right into our list tonight. Um, so Baby Yoda toys. Are you, yes. uh, first off, okay, I'm going to clarify this one more time and I'll put it to bed. <laughs> it's not actually Baby Yoda. We just don't know what to call it right now. <laughs> so that's what everyone's calling it. Um, Why can't? Okay, I've been calling it the child. Well, yeah, we can call it the child too. I just, I. Well, that's that's just like I just realized that like while talking to people, I call it the child, and that's like one, so I don't give off spoilers to people who haven't seen the show yet. But also, like, it's more accurate, you know. Like you said, it's not Yoda. So I'm glad you mentioned spoilers because they had to, because they wanted to keep that character secret. There will be no Baby Yoda merchandise. Until next year. I'm pretty sure that's why they're doing it. it. Well, until how about this? Let me explain how this works. Is you have so yes, everyone's seen Baby Yoda because of the internet phenomenon that is becoming, <laughs> or the child, as you will. The problem is, is that they had to keep the character secret until show launch. So all of the places that would be making merchandise for sale haven't had a chance to get their stuff prepped for the holiday season. Now apparently there is. Um, they're saying the shirts, plushies, and toys might be available as early as December, November 22nd. Well, that's past, and I still haven't seen anything. Yeah. Um, and Hasbro specifically, who makes the action figures, specifically said there will be no baby merchandise until next year. Next calendar year. Next calendar year. And they, but because they, <laughs> because they probably weren't shown anything about the character until just before the show launched. So it was an issue of keeping the character secret and that happens with like all the star wars toys is they don't they can't show the toy companies 
until so close to the movie because they don't want them prepping and accidentally get something leaked. So, um, and that happens. So whatever. Uh, Daisy. I, I, I think Sorry. that's like really interesting though, just cause like I've been seeing the reports of like, they're not selling any baby Yoda merch till, you know, 2020 or whenever, you know, whenever they say, and I'm just like, why? Like, you're missing out on a golden opportunity. Like, cash in. On, you know, what are you thinking? You should cash in on this as soon as possible. But, yeah, it is interesting to hear the actual, like, reasoning why they're probably doing it. Right. Well, uh, Daisy Ridley was on uh, Jimmy Fallon last night, and she did two things. First off, she let everyone – she kind of settled the debate as to what's cuter, Baby Yoda or a Porg. Um, and she says Baby Yoda's cuter than the Porgs. Uh, which is awesome. And then she also uh, rapped, and I don't know if you ever heard Daisy Ridley rap. But no, she, yeah, she's, she's actually really good. She's actually really good. But she rapped the entire Star Wa- the entire Skywalker saga. <laughs> um, okay. All eight films, uh, not touching on the new one that's releasing, but she all, all the eight films up to Rise of Skywalker. It was actually really cool. Um, I mean, I didn't know that was something you could do, but I'll check it out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was last night on Fallon, so look up the Daisy Ridley episode. Okay. Cool. Um, so the runtime for Rise of Skywalker was supposed to be two hours and like a little over two and a half hours. It was going to be the longest running Star Wars film. Um, they just adjusted the runtime. It's now going to be two hours and 21 minutes. Um, I don't know what they cut, but hopefully it ends up on the Blu-ray at the end. Interesting. I yeah. honestly never think about run times before I see movies. Well, so like, I think about it when it came to Endgame. <laughs> that's the <laughs> only time is when it's I really think we, long I think we really all short. did. Well, when I heard that I was uh, Rise of Skywalker was pushing the three-hour limit, I was like, okay, time to risk dehydration for another movie, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, well, anyway, speaking of the speaking of Rise of Skywalker, apparently there was a script leaked. Yeah, um, I've been hearing stuff like hit this. eBay. So let me explain what happened. So quote from J.J. Abrams: One of our actors, I won't say which one, I want to, but I won't, left it under their bed, and it was found by someone cleaning their house, and so probably the cleaning lady, and then put the script on eBay. Well, luckily for us, because that freaked me out, and I'm like, I have to prep a show. How do I read the internet without running into Star Wars spoilers? Yeah. Um, so until I until Rise of Skywalker comes out, how do I do this? Uh, apparently, the script has been bought up by Disney execs. Some Disney exec saw it, bought the script. We're done. So it literally got <laughs> squashed by some Disney exec, caught it, and bought the script. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's that's cool because now Disney wins because the spoilers aren't leaked. But then also that uh, cleaning lady or whatever, she wins because she still got money for the script she was selling. <laughs> so. Right. All right. So I got one more uh, piece of uh, so DC. OK, Star Wars slash Disney Plus news. So apparently Disney Plus. So I mentioned last week when I was I had to do a solo show that Disney Plus is over 100 million uh, subscribers at this point. Yeah. And they are increasing their subscribers by 1 million a day. Wow. Which is huge. Um, so good for Disney Plus. They were talking about that on NBC this morning. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so I'm curious to see if they could, if they, if there are numbers of who's actually buying it versus 
who are the sus- subscribers that are getting it free through like Verizon to see how much how many people are actually and that's buying possible. It. But if you're if you're paying for your your Verizon, they're giving you Disney Plus, and then you know there's going to be a hook at the end of that oh, first yeah. year so that's going to go crap. I got to keep the service. See, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I paid for three years, so I'm I was this. I'm sorry. The Mandalorian is too good, and they're already shooting season two. We we know that's here to stay. The other Star Wars content coming, the Marvel content coming. Like I'm sorry, there's just too much that I I I've not really been watching cable as much as I've been just watching Disney Plus. So um, I agree. I have Verizon, but I still I bought the bundle, so I have. The Hulu and the ESPN. Yeah, so you can watch your sports games. So, yeah, I got everything. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have um, cable. <laughs> right. Well, um, another piece of Disney Plus news, partially Star Wars, and this then will move into the actual list for the night. Uh, the Mandalorian has had over 100 million on-demand streams in the last week. That pushed Mandalorian to be the number one most streamed show in the United States above Stranger Things. Wow. Wow. Um, so I just thought that was amazing news um, and good for good for the Mandalorian, good for Lucasfilm, good for Disney, and good for us because that just means we're going to get more. <laughs> yeah, so. definitely. I, um, I was surprised. I didn't know Stranger Things had the highest. For some reason, I thought it would have been Game of Thrones. Well, Game of Thrones is only streaming if you don't subscribe to HBO. So like I so I like so I'm a, I'm an HBO subscriber so I watch it on the channel HBO. Oh, off, off I, just, my cable. I just I just know I've heard like a lot about like Game of Thrones setting records for like being the most pirated show. And right, it's definitely reason, the most I pirated. Stre- it streaming would factor into that as well. Oh yeah, it's definitely the most pirated show. Yeah, um, I also think it's cool just to like note like even if Stranger Things is in second place like. That's really cool because Stranger Things is like its own original thing. Like it's not an adaptation or a sequel uh, Peter, or anything. And Star Wars is an original thing. No, but you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> that face was serious. Stranger Things is like this independent, like or you know, it's like the first version of itself and stuff like that, and it's still like the first place as far as like streaming things. And then right. the Mandalorian comes along, and it's like. Of course, Star Wars is an original thing, but it's right. like you can't compete with Star Wars. Like it doesn't surprise me at all. No, um, I know. I was just giving you crap because yeah. I you you walked me right into that. That's all. So yeah, I knew what you were sure. trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, all right. Are you guys? Uh, that kind of clears off the news desk. You guys ready to talk about the list tonight? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Fantastic. Let's Ro- clear off the list desk. <laughs> the, the list desk. All right. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, play the thing for us, please. for the top five. Okay, and we're back. Now, uh, Bryn, this is actually your pick for the list this week, because we, so Peter was out last week, I had to do a show by myself, and then we're pushing Peter's list, but because you gave us this idea to do this, we're pushing Peter's list a whole nother week, so... This is your pick. Do you want to explain the rules and what we're well, doing? And I don't really know what the rules were. I just like had the suggestion of with well, all you this. You texted me. And we, Peter and I were recording an episode, and you texted me, and I was like, "Awesome." <laughs> See, 
<laughs> she fought tooth and nail for this, this to be this week. <laughs> well, no, it was funny. Let's you, hear the reason for it. Well, Peter, you and I were recording an episode, and while you were talking about something, my phone buzzed, and I looked down, and Bryn said, idea for a list, and my response was, why don't you come join us? And mm-hmm. here And here we are. But she texted me a couple times this week asking me about things before we sat down asking tonight. Asking you about the rules. <laughs> about the rules. And I was like, it's your list. You tell me the rules. <laughs> so why don't, why don't you tell us your idea for the list and then I'll clarify the rules because I could discuss this however we deem. So go ahead. All right. So a little background of how I came up with this idea is I was a little slow to like start watching Disney+. Plus. And then when I finally got on it, I like went through all of the different material that's on there, and I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to pick first? I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Thank God Disney Plus has added a continue watching feature. Yeah. Because it wasn't there at launch, it's there now. Well, it, I, would, I don't know anything different, because that's when I started oh. watching it, it was on there. Oh, because so it wasn't, it wasn't there was. the day of launch, and I was like, man, that's the one thing they're missing, and it's there now, so... So, okay, go ahead. So I thought of that and I was like, wow, I'm like strategically trying to figure out what I want to watch first on this. How fun it would it be? It would be an easy list because it would just be what you actually choose. But like what were the top five things that you watched on Disney Plus once it released? Yes. And why, right? And why? Like, yeah. Like what was okay. your, what was your thought, thought process, process behind yeah. it? Now, here's the question for the rules of this list. Do you want to hear the order in which I watched these things? Or do you just want me to talk about them in the order that I feel like talking about them because they were my five picks? Well, we can do whatever. It's your we list. Want. It's I your know, rules. But it's not, I'm just the guest. How about this? How about this? In, <laughs> embarrassingly, if if we are going to talk about the order of which I checked things out, my number three is an embarrassment. Either way, I have to talk about it tonight. Yeah. So I'm kind of like so. I don't really care either way because the first thing that I watched was the first like the thing that I just really wanted to watch. And I was so excited for it. And then the last thing I watched was I purposely watched it last. So either way we go, I have something good to talk so about. So how do you want to do? So let's just go with the first thing that you the, watched. The order first. in which we watched yeah, it. The order okay, in which fantastic. Um, who, which one, who, since it's your pick, you get to go last, but who do you want to go but first? But then also I have a, a thing to say. If there are any honorable mentions, because I asked you if this could be a possibility. Yeah. If you started watching something... But then didn't finish it. If that could be an honorable, honorable I'm d- mention, I'm down with that. Because one of my honorable mentions, I wanted to point out to say, hey, people should check this out. It just, I don't know if it's for me, so I didn't really finish. You didn't finish it. No. So then we can do that as an honorable mention. Okay, can an I- honorable mention be something we want to watch but we haven't yet? I would say, yeah. Well, how about this? <laughs> Technically, your honorable mentions. Because we allow two honorable mentions, you get five pick and two honorable mentions. Technically, it's a list of seven. Yeah. So I have two honorable mentions. That do not fall in a ordered list. It was just two things I found that I basically wanted to say check out. Is that allowed? Is that okay? Y- yeah. Okay. Fantastic. There, everything is allowed. Everything's allowed. <laughs> just the five picks have to be in an order. All right. Yeah. Um, how about this then? What? Um, who do you want to go first? Me or Peter? Maybe you should rock paper scissors. Oh, Peter, you want to rock paper scissors? <laughs> I can't see yeah, you, but <laughs> you tell me. You tell me what you got first. <laughs> how about this, Peter? I'm just gonna make you go first. All right. Um, I don't know if that I want to have any honorable mentions. And that's <laughs> so and that's fair. And that is totally fair. Because I, I honestly don't know if I've watched enough things to even have honorable mentions. So okay, that have works. You watched five I, things. I do really. You have watch watched five things, right? I haven't gotten around to it. Yes, I have watched five okay. things. Okay. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to gargoyles yet either, but I'll get there some po- at some point. Um, 
Okay, uh, so the two, my two honor, uh, one of my honorable, you have honorable mentions, Brandon? I have one. Okay, fine. I'll go one, then you can go one, and that'll get us out of honorable mentions. You got it, dude. So the first honorable mention I want to mention, I want, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a weird sentence. The first thing I want to bring up is uh, the show Encore, Kristen Bell's uh, show on Disney+. Plus. Do you know what Encore is? No. So it's basically a reality show. And what they do is they take, um, so they seek out like high school that did like a production of Annie. So that's the first episode is Annie. And, but they did it in like 1990 something. So they get all the act, the kids back that the, the graduating class from the school that did that production and they make them recreate the entire show of Annie in six days. So it's basically a reality show of getting all these actors back, like from their lives and stuff, and they have to reprise all their roles and redo the entire show. Wait, that's really fun. It's so basically like when I say I didn't finish it, I skipped like the middle. Yeah. Like I started watching, like okay, I see where we're going. I skipped the middle because I wanted to see the finished yeah. product. The second episode is a class that did Beauty and the Beast, so it's like instead of twenty years later, it's like ten years later they're reprising. Yeah. So it's basically that makes sense. Yeah. That you would just want to skip over all of that. Just I just I just skipped. Because I wanted to see finished product yeah, kind of stuff. I so, agree. but it's, it was it's kind of like uh, Pimp My Ride, <laughs> where the, the, the end of the show is the best one. Yes, it is exactly like Pimp My Ride. <laughs> um, but I just thought it was kind of a cool concept for a show. So she kind of starts off every episode talking about whatever, and then you get to see like the process. And but they have to reproduce the entire show in six days. So they bring on professionals to help them get like costuming and set and all that stuff back together. But yeah, your honorable mention. Okay, so my honorable mention is the TV show, TV series, I guess, if it's not, I don't know how what the proper term would be, but was so weird. Have either of you Oh, that's that? the show? I, yeah. Oh, it, no. not, it was so <laughs> weird, sounds, the show's called So Weird. It's called So Weird. It sounds weird. vaguely familiar, but I don't, I don't, I've never watched it. It was... Um, I saw it on there. I saw it on there, but I don't... Yeah. So I didn't really look I at it. I was, like, obsessed with it growing up, like, when I was, like maybe in junior high or a little bit younger. So is this it's, the original show or yeah, is this like the new? original okay. show. It's the original show. So I was like so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, I used to love this show because it's like all about paranormal things. And like I was really into Ghost Whisper. Like that was like the adult version, I feel like. And I started watching it and I was like, this did not carry over well. It's just not what I remember, so I couldn't finish the episode. <laughs> but I was okay. really excited for it. It's, it's when you're like, wow, this didn't hold up. Yeah, it did not <laughs> age well. All right. Um, well, my other honorable mention I want to bring up is the movie Noel. Now, I talked this about this a little bit on the show that I had to do by myself so that you guys haven't heard yet, but it's the Anna Kendrick Christmas movie with her and Bill Hader. Um, because Christmas is right around the corner, I just recommend everyone watch it. It's it's very predictable. It's very easy. Um, but it's a lot of fun, and uh, I, I, I I cried. I mean, who didn't? You get to the point, and you're just like, dang it, you got me again, Disney. <laughs> Those Christmas feels. Yeah, you got me again. So, no, it was it was a funny movie, but it's it was definitely worth it. So, yeah. It's on my list to check out. I saw it on there, but right. I'm waiting a little bit closer to Christmas time. Sure. So, Peter, since you haven't talked yet, um, <laughs> you get to go first for your first pick. So what did you watch first? Right. Your actual, your uh, most recent honorable mention is a great transition into that because the first thing we actually watched was Noel. Oh. Um, so it was, uh, I mean, a couple weeks ago where we live, uh, as you guys know, it was like 
snowy and stuff out and so like in my household we were like in a big christmas kick i guess <laughs> which is kind of so we were watching tons of christmas movies and uh you know once we got on uh disney plus that was just like oh there's this noel movie we should check it out it's kind of funny in retrospect because all the snow has melted over here and uh I'm not in a Christmas mood anymore, like, at all. <laughs> but uh, regardless, I enjoyed Noel for the most part. I think... Um, There's a lot of big-name actors in that movie that surprised me. I was like, oh, my God, that's Ron Funches, and oh, my God, that... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot. Yeah, and that's, like, overall, I think it's, it was good, and, like, I like the story. I think a lot of the jokes in it were kind of, like, second-rate elf gags, I guess, where I was just like, oh, I've kind of seen the same thing in the movie Elf, and Elf did it better <laughs> in a lot of ways. And, and, if that movie over... has, and if that movie says anything, we're all getting iPads for Christmas. <laughs> right. That movie was clearly produced by Apple. <laughs> yeah, we can only, we can only hope. Um, but yeah, the other thing I thought was funny about the movie was, uh, so they also stole a thing from Batman and Robin, which is having the shoes where you like click oh, the heels together yeah. and then the ice, ice skates the ice come skates? out of the bottom. I thought the same thing. Yeah, because I was watching it and I told my wife, I'm like, "Well, they just stole that from Batman and Robin," and she's like, "What are you talking about?" And then I explained it. I was like, "Oh, well, it's you know how Batman and Robin had to have ice skates on so they could do like so they could fight so they could fight Mr. the evil Breeze's hockey henchmen. team." <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, "Oh yes, they definitely the, the really bad the, the bad Batman movie." Yeah, but I mean, overall, like, like I think you kind of nailed it. Like, I'd recommend it. It's not the most original thing, but it definitely was a fun flick. So, yeah. All right. Well, you guys are both going to be shocked that the first thing I did not watch was The Mandalorian because <laughs> it should have been right. <laughs> Uh, but when I got home from work and I fired up Disney Plus, I was like, sweet, time to check out some Disney Plus after perusing the menus, and then I needed to watch something because I knew that I needed... How about this? Disney Plus released, and I knew I had to prep for a show because, Peter, you were coming over, and we were going to record and look at the dashboard for the first time, and so I didn't really have time to like devote to The Mandalorian, and I had to soak it up and watch it like multiple times. So while I was waiting for my later in the evening Mandalorian viewing, I watched uh, a couple episodes of The Clone Wars. Um, I watched oh, cool. I watched the episodes of The Clone Wars because I'm trying to get through all of Star Wars before Rise of Skywalker, including The Clone Wars, so canon. But my problem is I'm not going to make it, so I'm just going to whatever I'll get as far as I get and just have to deal with it in my head. Um, but one of the reasons I wanted to look at Clone Wars is because – Clone Wars hasn't been streaming in a while. I wanted to see the layout on Disney Plus because there are some episodes that were made out of sequential order. Um, so I wanted to see how they were going to be laid out on the on the app itself, and then um, I wanted to see how it looked visually because it was because of the HD presentation, um, and it looks great. So that was my reasoning for watching that. I only watched like a couple, and then I had to go do other things, but. Nice. I'm uh, I'm just curious, when is AMC Theaters going to have that kind of showing? <laughs> Where it's just all of Star Wars canon leading up to the last, the, you know, episode nine, you know? <laughs> the, the sheer amount of hours, dude? Uh, yeah, I don't know. How do you determine... <laughs> it's like, like the month before the release of the movie, you have to be in theaters. Yeah, right. How do you determine, like, when to watch, like, a TV show with those movies, in the order of the, within the so order of the so those the TV the there's two TV shows for Star Wars, three TV shows for Star Wars that are actually in canon. Two of them are animated, um, 
and one's live action, being the Mandalorian. They we know exactly where they fall in terms of the time. If you start watching them, you know. First off, if you start watching them, you know where they fall. But if you pay attention to like Lucasfilm saying this is how you watch Star Wars, it's all laid out for you. With the Clone Wars, for example. They started doing some episodes, and then some of the writers were like, hey, there was this really cool thing we did. We should do an episode, another episode and tell, tell a little bit about this character. The problem is it basically created like this one episode became like a prequel. So if you move it, it makes the timeline just a little more seamless. So I've been trying to watch – so there's maybe, what, maybe five episodes that were shot out of order. So like I figured out where they landed and did some looking up. And then I've been watching the entire Clone Wars in true chronological order, uh, just putting those episodes where they're supposed to be instead. Um, so, yeah. So, if Brynn, I know you haven't watched Star Wars yet. I know you haven't crossed the threshold to go in there. Peter, Brynn sends me a text that says, because of Baby Yoda, she wants to watch The Mandalorian. And I'm like, you probably should watch other Star Wars <laughs> before you watch The Mandalorian. I mean, it depends. Like, you could probably, honestly, you could probably jump in, but you're going to be like, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Like, there's going to be, I think there's, she's going to know what's going on to an extent, but she, there's going to be a lot of stuff she doesn't know. So it kind of depends on, are you okay with dealing with that, I guess. I would never do that. that. Makes... I, I need to watch it, like, from the order that it needs to be presented in. So we will have a conversation about continuity and chronological orders and stuff when you're ready. Um, yeah. I will let you know. All right, so Brynn, what's the first thing you watched on Disney Plus? It wasn't so weird. It was not so weird. <laughs> and that wasn't even, it was that was in the middle of my watching. So the first thing that I watched was Don't Look Under the Bed. Right on, all right. You know that movie? Yep. So I was, when I first like logged into Disney Plus, I was scrolling through everything and I was like, oh, I want to see this. Oh, I can't wait to watch this. And then I saw that movie and I was like, oh my God, I need to watch this right now. This is like the movie of my childhood and I hadn't seen it in years. Like all the other, like I loved all those ori like Disney original movies with like Luck of the Irish and The 13th Year and Brink and all those other movies. But like this one I hadn't seen in so long and it, I just was obsessed with it. So I watched that like at six o'clock in the morning. Like I woke up and I watched it. And then the next day, that was like Sunday. And so on Monday I went to school and my students were like, Senorita, do you have Disney Plus? Do you have Disney Plus? And I was like, you all need to go home tonight and watch Don't Look Under the Bed. They're like, what? They never ha have heard of it. So now it, I'm having them all watch and, it. And did they all give you reviews? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. <laughs> They're probably like, they probably looked at it and They're were like, like, is that the one uh, with the boogeyman? <laughs> They're like, is that the boogeyman? That, what is that? Like the, when they show you the picture when you click on it? Like. Like the little preview picture. I like think a, it's the boogeyman. But they were like, are you thinking of Mr. Boogity? No, he's actually the boogeyman. That's no, he's actually the boogeyman in the movie, Peter. I just oh, boogie don't person. look under the bed is about the boogeyman. Boogie person. <laughs> we got to be PC around here. Boogie like, person. We can't use the word man. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's a, a legit line from the movie. Oh, okay. Have you seen it? Yes, but years ago. Okay, well, you need to also rewatch. <laughs> rewatch right? it. All right. And it it holds up well. Like I laughed just as much as I laughed like when I was a kid. It was just it's great. So I think little kids should watch it cuz it's, it's right. it has a little heartfelt thing about growing up and like especially nowadays when I feel like children are growing up so early that this, it would be a good thing to show them because it tells you, like, don't grow up too soon. Like, enjoy your childhood, which I just, it's great. Yeah. 
All right. Um, so Peter... I've, uh, I've never heard of that one. <laughs> it's not, just you based don't... on the title, it sounds like something I would like, but yeah, no idea what this is, but yeah, sounds good. <laughs> um, Peter, you're, what did you watch second? Okay, so now it's going to start, so like, like I said... Now it gets weird, here we up. go. <laughs> What's that? Well, now it... it's going to start into the me really wanting to watch Mandalorian, but uh, my you wife doesn't yet. really care too much about Star Wars, so it was watching a lot of other things before The Mandalorian. <laughs> so uh, the next movie we watched was uh, The Little Mermaid, which me, I'm like, I'm the kind of guy who's always down for an animated Disney classic. Like, I love the animation, I love the music in these movies, so this, you know, was great fun watching, but in the back of my mind, I'm still like, Man, I just really want to watch Mandalorian. <laughs> I don't right now. care. I got to see the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, did you have anything else on Little Mermaid before I go? Wait, I, I have mean, a comment. Oh, wait. I think we've all seen it and we all love it. That's why I, I was going to jump the gun, but Bryn's got to. I just would like to say that I love that movie. I always pretended that I was Ariel. And I actually... She, was she your princess? Is that... She was... Yeah, I would, like, pretend that I was a mermaid every time I would go into the pool. I own the movie. I have a blanket and a pillowcase and an ornament for my Christmas tree. I feel like we missed the mark not bringing in Brandon on our Disney episodes. And <laughs> I was contemplating for my, like, five of that I was going to watch. I used to... Probably when I was too old. But before school, I would watch the Little Mermaid TV series... That's also on Disney Plus. My students told me that it was, and I was like calling out certain episodes. So that's on my to watch list is the Little Mermaid TV show. Nice. That's awesome. I actually want to go into some of those like old, you know, shows based on the old animated Disney movies because I think uh, I don't know if a lot of them age super well, but I just kind of miss that time in the '90s where they made like just an animated show about everything. Like it was such a cool time where it's like, oh, I like this random movie and there's a show about it all of a sudden so yeah i really missed that so yeah um well peter the second thing that i watched was the mandalorian (laughs) nice (laughs) i made sure it was the second thing i watched and it was amazing i watched it twice um but that was that was before we had multiple episodes but that's just like day of launch like here we go mandalorian was the second thing i looked at so i've heard only good things about it like yeah it's just oh my god Oh my god, that's why, like, Brandon, you need to catch up and just start watching. I know, but I have, I'm really far behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so, Bryn, what, uh, I mean, I could talk Mandalorian, but like I said, we're going to be talking about that a lot. So, so the second thing that I watched was Inside Out. And have you seen that before? I had not seen it before, so that's why it was the Amazing. second thing. Amazing, I can't wait to discuss. Okay, Go ahead. Here's the thing I think that everyone hyped it up too much, and oh. I just didn't have, because it was like, it was a movie that everyone, at least that I was around, was talking about. Like, this is the best movie ever. This is so great. I won't like, say that. I just, it's, I think it's I my, mean, it I think made, I said it was it made multiple people's lists, I think, for the Disney or whatever yeah. it was. And so I was just, I, I've always wanted to see it. And so I watched it. It was the second thing because I was like, oh, this is on here. Everyone says good things. Like, I'm so out of the loop. I need to watch it. And I just didn't get the same feeling towards it. But... The most relatable thing that makes me laugh even now that I've been kind of going back about is the scene where they're like in her like the like where all the old memories are kept and it's oh, yeah. those two workers that are like reshelving things and then they find the like the president's scene. No. Where they throw away the presidents? No, it's 
Well, they're in like that big room, and it's like, yeah. like workers just picking up memories okay. and putting them on the shelves. And then it's like, oh, we found this like double mint gum commercial jingle. Let's send it back to headquarters. And so they just send it back there, and oh. then it starts playing. And then you see like it's just like pops into their head. And I'm like, that is so relatable. Like there's so many times where I'm just like working on something completely different and then some unrelated jingle or song or something just pops in my head and I'm like where did this come from and now you know and now I'm like this is exactly like that's, that's exactly that is exactly what happens there are little people up there just shooting down these I thought you were going to mention the presidents because when they're they they they're looking at the memories of who all the presidents were and they're like, well, Washington, Lincoln, oh, yeah. the we current did. one, throw the rest out. Yeah, we, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was that same, that same time in the story. Okay. But, yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah, no, I just, at, at the first 30 seconds, I broke down into tears in that movie. And, and then my brain wiped the tears away, and I went, how do you pitch this to a studio? And was in complete awe at the storytelling of this movie. And my sister, and I appreciate the story, and my sister, like, she came in, and she's like, oh, what are you watching? I was like, Inside Out. And she's like, oh, I can't watch this. Like, I, I'm not in the mood to cry. And I just, I thought it was a, a good story. Like, it wasn't bad. But I just didn't have that, like, oh, my gosh, I need to watch it again. And I see it's very, like, I have my teacher friends that, like, show it to their middle school students to show emotion and that kind of thing. But I just didn't get that, like... There is a cut of the film that you can find on the Internet where they take out all the Pixar stuff, and it's just the little girl dealing with depression. So... Yeah. That... <laughs> well, that would be very realistic, but... Right. I just, I mean, it was a good movie, don't get me wrong, but I just, it wasn't, like, what I thought it was going to be, and it's not one that I'm going to, like, rush to watch again. Oh, sure, Whereas that's fair. there are some that I would watch over and over and over again. Um, all right. Peter, what is your uh, third thing you checked out? <laughs> right on. Um, so the next movie that we watched where I was still really wanting to watch The Mandalorian, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, we ended up watching Cars, actually, and... Uh, I really hope, I really What's hope, that? I really hope The Mandalorian actually makes your five, <laughs> but, surpri yeah, so but surprise me. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, so we actually watched Cars, and the reason we watched Cars is because uh, we were actually watching uh, Rec or Ralph Breaks the Internet, or whatever that movie's called, yeah. Ralph Refs, yeah. Um, and so we were watching that a couple weeks ago, and uh, my son, who uh, he's only eight and a half months years old right now, or eight and a half months years old, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, he's eight and a half months old, and he, there's this scene in uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet where uh, there's they go to like kind of a Grand Theft Auto sort of sort of world, yeah. and there's this really crazy chase scene, and during that scene. He was, like, glued to the TV and, like, yelling out of excitement and stuff. And we thought it was, like, so funny. So we wanted to try watching Cars to see if he would have a similar reaction, you know? And uh, I can tell you, like, he didn't really seem to care about Cars. <laughs> <while> <laughs> <it was> on. <laughs> which, um, to me, says that Wreck-It Ralph is still cooler with Cars, which I'm totally okay with. But, uh, yeah, that was the next movie we watched. So, And I think that was actually the first time, like, I've seen parts of Cars, but... I think this was the first time I actually watched it the full way through, so I guess that can be said. I think it's an okay movie, but it's not like my, uh, it's not in my S tier Pixar movies, I guess I can say, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I, I really like it, and I watch, Cars 2 was fun, but Cars 3 is the sequel that we should have got, 
Um, so I, I do recommend watching the rest of them. That's what I hear a lot of people say. Is Cars 3 is, uh, is is Rocky 3 and 4. I'll be honest, that's what it is, but seriously. Is Cars 2 the one where Mater eats wasabi? <clears throat> yes. It was, like, really random. Yeah, kind of. It was, they, they tried telling a Mater story wrapped around a James Bond story. Yeah, and it was that. very, like, I, there were too many things going on. I didn't, re- I mean, I get what they were trying to do. I think I I've only seen the first two. I don't think I've ever seen the third one. The third one's fantastic. There's only three. Yeah, the third one is fantastic. And it's, it's the sequel we should have got, basically. Um, well, the, anything else on Cars, Peter? <laughs> no, not necessarily. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just before I moved on, I wanted to make sure you were done. Yeah. Um, so the next thing I watched was High School Musical, the series. <laughs> Thought process. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> Did you watch the full series? or like? No, I watched or... uh, the first episode. I okay. did end up watching the second episode. Uh, people in my house wanted to watch it, and I get it. I couldn't really complain. But there was a little bit of curiosity. I liked the first High School Musical movie. I, I mean, it's as for what it was, it was a real solid movie. The only thing I don't like about the film is the last five minutes because it's bam, 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 bam. Everything gets cleaned up really quick. Oh, hey, we won. We did this. We did. Oh, my God. Credits. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know, all the loose end plots is just lines of dialogue close the plot line and we roll the credits. So that was my only problem with the movie. The, mu- the High School Musical, the series, this is how they decided to handle this. It's... The drama department at the school where High School Musical was filmed wants to do High School Musical, the musical, for their year's musical because that's where the movie was filmed. Does that make sense? It's like the most meta thing ever. So the actual school. Right. Well, how about this? It's actors. It's it's a fictional story. So it's not the, like, so the school where they filmed the movie, that High School Musical Inception. Yeah, basically. It's like that <laughs> That school wants to do High School Musical as the musical for their... The fake school. Yes. <laughs> the fake school. Yes. Where the, another fake show was filmed. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Wow. It's kind of along the lines of... Uh... Uh, Freddy Krueger Seven, like that, like is a kind of a similar thing too. Where it's Brandis like about, made yeah. Brandis mouth the words. There's seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, the seventh one is where it's about the actress who plays Nancy in the first Freddy Krueger movie dealing with um, like her real life fear of Freddy Krueger. So it's a fake actress who was in the real movie that exists but in like this fictitious i don't know it's really really meta so yeah that's just what it reminded me of yeah basically (laughs) that's exactly what it is um yeah no the uh so that's the plot so you get to see them like holding auditions to play all the characters and it's funny because the one kid prepping for his audition is watching high school musical the movie in his living room trying to figure out the dances <laughs> you know what i mean so he can go audition yeah. so it's a very meta thinking and i saw what they were trying to do i only watched the first two episodes because i was like so, not for me but so what do you think's gonna happen where the kids who go to the actual school that high school the musical the show is filmed at <laughs> and they want to make a TV show musical about that? Well, that's why we have Disney Plus to bring us <laughs> that series. <laughs> that's sweet. That's season four. That's and like the best part is you're gonna have to watch it. That is just like the that's just like Bryn's Inception comment because now we're like how many High School Musicals deep in the dream sequence? 
exactly. Um, oh my goodness. So yeah, that was my third thing I watched. That's why I said one of them is pure embarrassment. So, um, all right, Bryn, all right, what's I'm your? I'm kind of uh, excited for my third one because both of you have talked about this on the show. More than once, mm-hmm. and I've always been in my car, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and like talking to you guys, but by myself about this show, which it movie, which movie. is Willow. Oh, oh fantastic! I... Right? Okay, so first off, <laughs> I'm really excited to discuss this. What did you think of Willow? I've seen it before. So oh. my dad is like really into like getting me and my sisters these like. Movies that no one, like none of our friends, have ever heard about. They're like, he's always like, "This is a good movie. Like, watch it." Watch it. it. <laughs> and so we, he bought it. I think it was like either a Christmas gift or some gift. It was the VHS mm-hmm. of Willow. So that was the last time I watched it. Okay. Was when it was on VHS, and now I don't have VHS anymore. No, so but it like, is. And you've been talking about, I was like, I thought I was the only one that has ever, like, seen this. And me and Callie, my my youngest sister, always joke about and, like, quote certain lines in That's the movie. interesting. And when you guys started talking about it, I was, like, so happy. I'm like, someone else has seen this. <laughs> There's a scene in the movie Fanboys where they're looking at these Star Wars things, and one of the kids picks up Willow's wand, and he's like, dude, it's Willow's wand! And the other guy in the other room goes, no one cares about Willow. <laughs> Um, go ahead, sorry. I, I love it. It was one of those, like, why am I watching this? But then, like, I, it was something that we would, like, re-watch every once in a while. And now... That's awesome. And now that it's on Disney+, Plus, I saw it that was on there, and I'm like, yes! So I, it, I watched it, and it was great. It's still as, as good as I remember it. It was, it I was like, up. Snapchatting and that's my sister. It yeah. holds up, and that's what's really interesting about it. Yeah, for sure. And I was, like, Snapchatting my, like, my sister all of our favorite scenes... And I... I want to know what one of your favorite scenes is. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to derail everything, and it's become the Willow cast. Go ahead. like. No, I mean, I don't know. There's... You know when um, when Willow accidentally changes... Uh, what, what Finn Rizelle. Finn Rizelle into a goat. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to do it. No, you it's don't... So it's fine. It's fine. You don't have to but, do like, your goat we impression. Always do, we always... Like, that's our line that we always use. And, like, so my dog's name is Rio. So when he does something stupid, we always do, like, Rio, you idiot, but in that voice. Oh. <laughs> so it's, like, our go-to line. <laughs> and it just... Oh, my gosh. I just was so happy. I, like, want to watch it again. Like, tomorrow. And... It also kind of reminds me tomorrow. Of that's back, what, that, not tomorrow. tonight. Not when you get home tonight. Well, no, because gonna... I have too many things I have to do tonight. But it's, so, I want you to continue. I it doesn't make my list because it's off the first five things I watched. But I did watch Willow because, and this is honestly one I wanted to watch it. Two, I wanted to see if it was the Blu-ray conversion. I only know. And I've never because you've seen only VHS. seen it on VHS. <laughs> I've seen it VHS. I've seen it on DVD. There is a Blu-ray. I never bought the Blu-ray. But on Disney Plus, it is the Blu-ray conversion. Okay. And I will say my confusion about Mad Mardigan wearing a T-shirt in the final scene of the movie, he is not. So, and I can actually see it clearly this time, so. <laughs> you know what's funny is you mentioned that on the show, and I think I always had that thought that, like, it looked like he had a T-shirt on. In or, or they cleaned that up for the Blu-ray. I don't know, but he's not in the... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I just... Um. So when we were doing our favorite swordsman list, were you like in the car screaming like, "Oh my god, I love Man Mardigan," and, and you I, didn't reach out and like? I, I was like, "Oh my god, I 
was also like, oh my gosh, she looks so young. That scene also, like I was quoting, I hadn't seen it since it was in, since VHS was a thing. And I was like, all of these other lines, like when he's, when he's dressed up as a woman and, and um, what's her name? The daughter takes off. No, like, Sorsha? Yeah. Like shows that, it, that Mad Mardigan is a man. And I was just like, not a woman, like quoting her, the one woman's husband. <laughs> right. like, I was like, I remember all of these lines and I haven't seen it in so long. It's just, it was that good. But it also, so back to what I was watching with the TV series C, it also kind of reminds me of Willow. And like okay. the storyline a little bit is kind of similar. It has some similarities with Willow too. So it's like, that's also what was intriguing to see. To see? To see. <laughs> on see. <and> see. <laughs> on see. Yeah. That's very um, intriguing to Willow. No, that's awesome. <laughs> and I we could total, totally derail the show right now and just talk Willow for the rest of the night. Um, yeah. But I don't want to do that. So we're going to have to talk Willow offline. <laughs> I do have one quick question. Sure. I love Willow, by the way. Like, it's one of my favorite movies. It's awesome that uh, Bryn likes it so much. Has Bryn met our brother Scott before? Because I'm kind of curious if she agrees <laughs> that he reminds her of burgle cut (laughs) you know what you know what she has not met scott and i know he's listening to this going you guys are a bunch of asses he's the other brother he's the other brother that's been in here a couple times yes and i and i always have a lot of things in common that he says so i do i'm willing i want to meet him we like we like to uh for some reason it comes up every now and then Peter will make a comment like we'll all be hanging out and be like oh yeah Scott you know like burgle cut over there like he, he's not at all like him it's just I don't know where it came from and it just stuck so what it started it was when, as when we were growing up anytime we were watching, watching a movie uh, we would basically just pick the dumbest character like Drew or I would and we'd pick the dumbest character in the movie and just say that Scott reminds us of him <laughs> So that's basically the origin of it. Yeah, that. it's just how it happened. So, and, but it's a running gag with Willow specifically. So, <laughs> um, I do hope someday I can uh, meet Kevin Pollock so I can ask him how he got Willow as a role. He plays the uh, brownie with the rat on his head. Um, oh, interesting. Um, because I want to know. I want to know how you get from Willow playing a brownie to a few good men. So I, <laughs> uh, that always kind of made me wonder. So and I didn't even realize that Willow was the um, grip hook in Harry Potter. He just looks so different. Man, and if so I young. not only that, if I were to, if you start watching Star Wars, he's in Star Wars. He plays many characters in Star Wars. Oh my gosh, he's so good. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's at Willow bizarrely is actually like your first step into the realm of Lucasfilm, since you haven't taken your step into Star Wars yet. Dipping but my toe in the water. But that's a that's a George Lucas story. So, um, at any rate, that's awesome. We'll have to talk Willow later. Um, Peter, what is your fourth thing you checked out? <laughs> so I feel like we're running time. long, but we're not. Uh, so. What's that? We're we're not really running that long. So, but go yeah. ahead. By this time in the week that uh, Disney Plus came out, I finally got a chance to watch Mandalorian. <laughs> so, like, Nicole was at work or something, and I was like, yes, I finally get to watch it. So I watched the uh, first episode of Mandalorian as my fourth thing, and uh, 
I mean, I already kind of gave my review on it, but yeah, so yeah. far the show is awesome. So it was just great. So yeah. awesome. Well, we'll skip. We'll make that review short. Go I just ahead. have a comment for Peter, though, because I just feel like you're really doing a good job of. I feel like I'm experiencing experiencing this <laughs> Disney Plus. Like you're giving good background information and everything. <laughs> I'm on this journey with you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so the next thing I watched is '90s X-Men. Great. Yeah, great. This is, this is another one that, like, I really want to watch. I just haven't had a chance to. Um, I was um, – Brent just kind of high-fived me very quietly, so I'm really I'm means? really excited. Wait, can I tell you what that means? What, yeah. We met. <laughs> for this – for yeah, number four? for number four. four. Fantastic. Um, so we're going to go on a 90s X-Men tangent here. Um, the, I was thinking uh, that we weren't – no one was going to match. Oh. Like, specifically for order purposes. I, I knew Peter and I would match on Mandalorian, but not on order so, because I watched it so quick, so I just assumed that Peter wasn't going to be able to get to it first. Um, I didn't. I didn't know he was going to take it to this fourth watching because his <laughs> wife was going to make him watch other stuff. <laughs> well, um, it's also another thing where, like, it like the Mandalorian's a show where I like when I actually get to watch it, I want to pay like full attention to it and stuff. I didn't want to like just squeeze it in between like and that's, work and grocery shopping or and something because like oh, I, I gotta watch it really quick sort of thing. You and know? because I, I was, like to savor it. And because I was prepping for a show, uh, because you were coming over, because we were doing the episode, I didn't want to do it then because I knew I wasn't going to be able to pay attention to it. So, <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. But no, '90s X Men. I this was me going. You know, there's so for me there are two cartoons: there's the Batman animated series and the '90s X Men, which are, in my opinion, are the best representations of comic books page to screen. Um, short of like a couple films, but this is like the best representation, in my opinion, of the X Men. When you look at the comic book source material to what it was on the screen, the uh, the Jim Lee artwork translated to what it is on screen, um, and I think that series still holds up today. I really do. Um, I still hate Jubilee as a character. I know she's kind of like a main character in that series, but um, I can get over it because it was so great. I love that opening theme song. I'm sorry, but that theme song should be like a ringtone. <laughs> um, it probably is, but I love it. Um, but I could go on and on about this, but Bryn has just recently joined the Marvel Universe and watched all the X-Men films, and you've been on our show talking about your love for these things. So what are your thoughts on 90s X-Men? So how I started, like how I chose to watch I know you I'm... watched it because you texted me a couple times. Yeah. So. so I... I love the movies. I don't love how they necessarily were made because they're not in the greatest order and there's some continuity problems, but for what they are, I do appreciate them. And I was talking to my boyfriend about them because he likes this, those same types of things too, but he's like, oh, I, I hate the X-Men movies. He's like, I really liked the TV series, but I just don't like the movies. So I was like, okay, well, he says that he likes the TV series, and he told me to watch it, so I might as well just watch it, because I was in the process of watching So Weird, and I was like, I can't finish So Weird, I gotta change it to something else. <laughs> so, so I'm in my map. <laughs> I'm in my map. So then I just, I put it on, and I ended up watching like four episodes, because it worked out perfectly that one of my favorite movies is... Days of Future Past with the Sentinels, and that's like the main theme of the first couple episodes is the Sentinels. So I was like, okay, I know exactly what's going on. The only thing that kind of threw me off was um, Morph, because I don't think I ever really knew who Morph was. 
Yeah, I don't think they touch that up in the And movies. he's not really, like, introduced into the beginning part of the... All of them are, like, shown, and then yeah, he's it's just... Yeah, it's, like, all the main ones, and then... Yeah, and yeah. then he's just there. So I was like, who is this? And he has the same powers as... Um, well, later when you get into, like, Bishop and Forge and, like, some of the other ones that come in, I don't think... I don't, I'm not there yet. Right, I don't think they get added to the theme song. I think the theme song stays. I don't think they adjust it, but... So, do you like the theme song? Yeah, it's, I it's love like, it. catchy. Like, <laughs> it's definitely catchy. Like, I'll, I'll like, go do something in the other room, but I'll still play while it's playing, and I'll still just, like, kind of dance around to it. <laughs> kind of nerdy, but I'm, I'm, I'm really liking it so far. Great. I, I'm I'm really happy to hear that because of how old of a show it is. And the, sometimes I mean, like sometimes sometimes shows like that don't don't age and so Yeah, I think it's fine. I I don't have any true like criticisms about how it's made or anything. I don't think it's it doesn't seem old to me. Okay. I'm I'm more of it is like the content of it. I'm kind of I like ask questions or I'll have to look something up. Yeah. I didn't understand how Rogue was like the same Able. age as everyone else. Sure. But in the movies, she's not. Right. But I mean, I don't know what it's like in the comics, so I, I that's just me questioning it and then asking you questions. <laughs> yeah, because I got well, I knew you were watching it because you sent me that text and you're like, "How does Rogue fly?" And I was like, "Oh, she's watching '90s X-Men." <laughs> I knew exactly where you were. <laughs> um, Peter, do you have any thoughts on '90s X-Men? Have you checked oh, it out? Oh, I yet? just I just love this show. Um, it's great. You guys are both right. Like the theme song is so good. Um, I like the Spider-Man series theme song as well, but. The X-Men theme song is just so amazing. Um, if you ever get, like, a spare chance, there's, like... If you look up the Japanese intro to the X-Men show, that's actually a really good treat, because I think it's the same um, opening theme song, but the animation is all different, and it's, like, super epic, so I definitely recommend checking that out. But, uh, yeah, it's just... I love the series. There's not... I mean, it's, like, it's one of those things where there's so much good to say, it's hard to know yeah. where to start. And um, I look forward... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, it's interesting to hear, like, Bryn talking about um, how she came from the movies and then went to the show because, like, I'm just used to all of my friends who are, like, around my age, like, grew up with the cartoon and then we went into the X-Men movies and that's where, like, certain things, like, kind of blew our minds, like, as far as, like, Rogue's age or, like, you know, just little touches. Like, uh, I just remember the first X-Men movie, that line where... uh, you know, Rogue asked Wolverine if the claws hurt when they come out, and he says every time, and that was just, like, at the at the time, that was mind-blowing, because you never thought about that while watching the cartoon, but that single line, like, made it feel so real, so, I don't know, it's just kind of cool hearing that uh, perspective in general. Uh, what were you going to say, Drew? What I was going to say is, uh, Bryn really liked Days of Future Past, the movie. Now yeah. she's kind of, like, against her feelings on days of future past i no. think from no no i like it i hate the the fact that i bought the, the non-rogue cut yeah <laughs> that's what i despise she, she's like i i when i when i lent her the movies to watch she watched the director's cut and then she went out and bought her own copy and then she got home and she's like wait a minute this is a completely different yeah, movie so i i was i'm a i'm a frequent like five dollar movie walmart person and I I it was yeah. literally on top and I was like this is destiny this is my favorite X-Men movie I I just have to buy it <laughs> I get home I watch it and the whole movie is changed and I'm like what did I just watch did I just dream this whole other ending to this movie am I like that obsessed with X-Men that I'm having dreams about alternate endings 
And then I asked, I asked, and I found out there's a whole different cut where you can just change the whole ending of a movie. <laughs> right. Right. I actually, so I haven't had the pleasure of seeing the Rogue cut, um, so I probably really need to see that. But I loved that movie when I saw it in theaters. It's it's kind of like watching. Um, I think the Rogue cut versus the actual cut of the film is going to be like watching the Snyder cut when we finally get it, Peter. Yeah. Oh, um, I think, like, I find, like, I can't even describe how much enjoyment I find out of the idea of, like, you saying, like, you found destiny in the $5 bin at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny, and, like, I don't know, I, I find, like, pleasure in, like, the small things like that a lot, so that's just, like, so hilarious, but, like, awesome, that it's just like, man, this is divine intervention that I just found in the Walmart bargain bin. Like, I don't know, it's amazing. Um, well... Bren's eventually going to get to the Days of Future Past episodes on 90s X-Men. And I know she hates Jean Grey, but she's eventually going to get to the Dark Phoenix oh, Saga I, episodes I on 90s X-Men. I also have a X-Men. criticism about what she looks like on that TV show, too. I just don't like her. No, it makes me not look, like her more. I know, I know you don't like her in general, so it's like, ah, stupid Jean Grey. <laughs> um, well, let's move on because we're on our final picks for the night, or at least the final things we watched in our order. So, Peter, what was the last thing you watched for your first five for your first five watches? Right. So this is like totally legit, but this is the fifth thing that I chose to watch on Disney Plus. I feel like it's and an this, embarrassment because of the way you said that. So go ahead. It's not an embarrassment. It's just really weird. Um, so this is a, this is one where I was at work, and it's similar to the Tusk story I told earlier, where oh I had the remote and I just tried to find some really weird shit to put on the TV. <laughs> and so the fifth movie on Disney Plus that we that I watched was. Uh, Mr. Boogity, <laughs> which is a made-for-TV Disney movie from, like, the 80s about this family who moves into a haunted house, and there's, like, this boogeyman guy called Mr. Boogity who kind of haunts them and chases them around, and it is one of the, like, corniest things I've ever seen, and it was really weird, but it served the purpose of everybody in the office going, like, what the hell are we watching? <laughs> so that's basically what my goal was. So I don't know if either of you guys have seen or know about this movie, but uh, yeah, no, but I might, last one. I might go watch the trailer out of curiosity. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> yeah, I've heard of sure. it. It sounds familiar, but I don't, I don't think I've ever I, seen I it. I did mention it earlier this episode. No, I know. We were talking about for my the one. boogeyman, yeah. but... Yeah, that's I didn't real. What's what's funny is when you made the Mr. Boogity reference earlier. I don't know if I was aware that you were making a reference to an actual film so much as you were making a joke to what Bryn was watching. You're just like, wait, does Peter think the Boogeyman's called Mr. Boogie for some reason? Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't really have much to say about it. It's like if you like really cheesy old like kids horror movies, I guess check it out. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, the last thing I watched in my five things I watched was a Goofy movie. Oh, sick. Yes. That's awesome. And it's amazing. It holds up. The movie's great. Love the Powerline uh, songs. Like, and I don't know how anyone can't fall in love with Roxanne. I know she's an animal, but <laughs> <laughs> but she's adorable. So, yeah, I, I get it. Max, I get it. <laughs> um <laughs> No, I just, it's such a great movie, um, and I've ranted about Goofy Movie before, so if you haven't seen it, Brian... I have seen it, of course I've seen it, it. and it's good. I did watch Extremely Goofy Movie, because I'd never seen that one. Not as as good. Not as good. It's like, they they tried to cash in, so... Yeah, that's true. I used to watch it 
back in the day, I was like really obsessed with like skateboarding and extreme sports, and I liked that aspect of it, but it also wasn't like realistic at all as far as like how the X Games work and like all that. So um, I'm kind of tempted because I love the original Goofy movie so much. I'm kind of tempted to go and watch Goof Troop, the TV series, to see how that holds up. But I don't know. I, I don't know if I ever. I don't know if I ever watched the Goof Troop. So. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that I I would catch it here and there, and I liked it as a kid. So I don't know. One of these days, I'll check it out. Right on. I feel like I know the theme song to that. The Goof Troop theme. Yeah. I I like I said I don't know if I ever saw a single episode of that, so right. I couldn't like rattle it off. I without embarrassment, I don't want to embarrass myself, but I could do the entire X Men theme if I really wanted to. <laughs> but <I'm... laughs> we could do that Playing for a closing out. For a closing out, yeah. <laughs> I think that would be um, a nice touch. Well, Bryn, what was the what was the last thing on your watch list? The last thing that I watched was partially because I wanted to watch it and because I knew that I was going to be my last pick. And part of it was because I was just talking about it the day before I watched it with someone else, which was Endgame. Okay. And we've talked, well, not we've talked, but you guys have talked about it a bunch, but I just wanted to confirm my love for it and it was it's just I just think it's just a great movie it was perfectly like tied up to end to link all of the movies prior and just a good way to close out that portion of the story and I still cried and you still cried? <laughs> I still cried. It was my third time watching it, and you I know, still teared up. I feel like I should be more emotional every time Black Widow goes, and I just... It, you, I, you've cried all your tears? I've, I've, I don't know if it's I've cried all my tears, or if it's like I'm just angry. You're going through the stages of... Uh, I mean, well, no, like every time grief? I... It's, <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, it's just anger. It was anger when I saw it in the theater. It was anger when I saw it the second time so in the not, theater. It was anger when I got the Blu-ray. <laughs> you're stuck. You're stuck on the anger phase. I'm stuck on oh. anger yeah. because I don't want Black Widow to go away. I'm st- and I, I'm getting a Black Widow solo film, but it's not the same. Yeah. So. I know. I know what you mean. Scarlet, I know you're listening. I, I, I'm still saddened. Angry more than saddened, but... You know, I, they shouldn't have taken Black Widow away from me. Is basically what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Endgame. Yeah. Uh, this movie's awesome. I uh, I've talked about how like I felt kind of mixed on Infinity War, but Endgame, like I think it's such a great movie, and like I uh, think it was such a good spot to like. Obviously, the MCU is still going strong, but to kind of close the end of like the whole Thanos saga that Marvel had been doing for such a long time. I think they did such a good job. Um, I, to be honest, I don't think I've watched any of the Marvel stuff on Disney plus yet. Um, and I don't, so I don't know if you guys can confirm this for me, but I really want them to have this thing where you watch a Marvel movie and then it auto plays the, the next, next Marvel, Marvel film. Yes. Cause they're yeah, not, because they're not listed in sequential order. Yeah. And I think like we all want, the MCU to just be <laughs> streaming on a constant loop in well, our house. They made so, it. A, they Disney made it a very lengthy TV show. Man. They turned it into a TV show. So yes, that's what we want. Yeah. Play play like, next episode. <laughs> you're gonna exactly. have to put and in the a... same thing with Star Wars. Like we want those two to be on 
repeat constantly, just maybe in different rooms of our house, and we'll never have to watch anything else. So I hope Disney Plus is listening because they need to do that. Yeah, no, they're listening because we got the uh, continue watching feature. Um, so, <laughs> no, that's true. But I do think it's interesting that every time an episode of The Mandalorian ends, it wants me to watch The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I've noticed that too. I, I think th- it's just I think it's because Boba Fett's an Empire, but yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm down because that's my one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I just never actually click play because I'm like, well, I got to watch The Mandalorian a second time. You so. would think is Force Awakens on there? Yeah. I can't remember. Um, speaking so you of, would think it would go to Force Awakens. Next, well, speaking but. of things that are not on there, and we'll because we're kind of done with our list. I'll bring this up because I was poking around on Disney Plus. So there's two Star Wars movies not on there yet because of the contractual obligation. But if you search them, they pop up. So if you go to the search feature on Disney Plus and type in The Last Jedi or Solo, they're there. If you click on Last Jedi to watch, it says due to contractual obligations, it will release on Disney Plus this date. And then if you click on Solo, it tells you the date it'll be on Disney Plus. Infinity War is not on Disney Plus, but if you click on it, it says the same it has the same message. It'll be this date. So there are things that are there that are just not available yet due to the contracts. And I think that's really cool of them to have that. So Yeah. It's kind of like Mr. Boogity, like you can see him, but you just can't feel him there yet. <laughs> that is that is exactly that's exactly right. Um, but it's really more like pimp my ride. When oh I my think God. about it. Right now, but be, I, I like what I like what you had to say though about Mandalorian because Mandalorian takes place before Force Awakens, but between that movie pocket, so it would be Mandalorian's done. Time to watch Force Awakens. So yeah. we'll see how that we'll see how that goes later, but. I know the order in which to watch things. And what happens if they do set up this thing where you can just go from one just, movie to the next? What order are they going to put in the Well, I don't know the because Avengers movies because of the change that you made. Well, they'll probably put them in release order. So you'll just have to know that I made that change, I guess. I mean, we were talking <laughs> about X-Men earlier and if there's one thing we can learn from that franchise is like Release order is the way you have to watch things, because otherwise stuff starts to not make sense. I think a lot of the X-Men movies don't make sense even if you watch them in order. You just have to take them for what they That's are. Right. Well, Star Wars, if you look at the Star Wars movies, they're listed in release order and not sequential order. So, like, if you go yeah. to, if you actually go to the Star Wars page and look at the movies, they're listed in release order, 1977 to current. So, Yeah. Anyway, moving on, because uh, we can. it's a rabbit hole that we'll go down. Uh, Peter, we had to push your list back, so do you want to yeah. remind our listeners and remind myself what we're doing next week? Yes, next week we are doing our top five fictional bands. So we're talking uh, anything from cartoons, TV series, movies, like any bands that you like that technically don't actually exist, we're going to talk about. So it'll be fun. Yeah, awesome. Um, so I look forward to that list because I've had it completed and ready to go for like three weeks now. <laughs> you know, you know, I have two. Like I've had it co- completed for like a week, and then last night I thought of one that I think makes my list, and I completely forgot about. So gonna have to re-revise it a bit. But awesome. Um, yeah. Well, I look forward to that next week. So uh, let's say we have another episode in the can. Next week is actually going to be episode 70, if you can believe that. Um, awesome, uh, rounded out, numbered milestone. So we're getting up to, we're getting close to our 100th episode, Peter. Um, 
30, yeah. 30 more weeks to go and we'll be at our episode 100. Uh, and we'll have to do something special for that one if, if and when we get there. But as far as That's I'm concerned, we're getting That's what I was going to ask, there. what special things are going to happen. We'll have to we'll figure that out. Um, <laughs> so for right now, if our we're listener... We're going to allow three honorable mentions. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we're changing the show sweet because yeah. I've come to the table with honorable mention lists in the, like the 10s. And I've had to right. scratch things off. So... Um, all right, so for our listeners, if you guys could, check us out at our website, top5report.com. There you'll find links to all of our social media, media, Twitter and Facebook, along with our link to our email, top5report at gmail.com. You can interact with the show, hit us up on the email, or hit us up on social media. Um, we are on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes if you want to word it that way. Uh, you can subscribe to us there, and if you do, you will not miss a single episode you will also uh, be able to leave us a review. We love the five stars, but we understand criticism because it helps us get better. And um, it makes the words we say feel important. Uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Drew3927. Peter? Uh, yeah, you can oh, you can follow me on Twitter at NinjaPierre. And that's where I'll be posting leaked scripts for the new Apple streaming service show here. H E A R. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, man. Well, uh, for the Top 5 Report, I'm Drew. I'm Peter. And I'm Bryn. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.